This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpa.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. Being a Friday, we'll connect with Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Here he is. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. And well, there's so much going on in the news. We are grateful that uh, petrol prices are coming down mm. somewhat, although, of course, they skyrocket up so high. I remember when it cost two rand to fill my petrol tank of my motorbike and five rand could fill the tank of a large car or bucky. And I remember the horror we felt when we went to Zimbabwe that the dollars went around faster than the liters. And people in South Africa went, no, that's not possible. How on earth could the price go around faster than the liters? And because petrol used to be a few cents a liter and it, it was not unusual to go to the petrol pump and say uh, 50 cents please and that wasn't <laughs> looked at as something ridiculous um but then again i remember when an ice cream cost three or four cents and you know these days 15 rand and uh, where postage was four cents now of course bear in mind that money does not uh, the prices don't really change it's that the money gets debased and as economist stephen mitford goodson who's once the Director of the Reserve Bank pointed out that a gold, uh, a toga uh, in the Roman Empire time, mm. a toga with belt with leather sandals cost a gold coin. And today a suit with leather shoes and belts also costs a gold coin. So uh, it's not that the um, cost has changed, it's that the money has been debased. And the scripture is quite clear about how the Lord hates dishonest weights and gains. And uh, Leviticus 19, money is always spoken of in terms of weight in the Bible. Do not use dishonest standards when measuring length, weight, or quantity. Use honest scales and honest weights. I am the Lord your God, Leviticus 19:35. And we're continually told that God's law requires financial transactions to be made in terms of honest measures. Inflation is actually the theft of wages, the destruction of savings and earnings by the devaluing of a currency. This is a result effectively of counterfeiting, printing more money than there is gold or real value to back it. It's essentially dishonesty, a hidden tax where silver becomes dross, uh, Isaiah 122. If you or I print money, it's called counterfeiting. But when the government prints money, it's called inflation. And inflation is a hidden tax. And for us to just realize how much of our currency is stolen, uh, my first motorbike I bought for a thousand rand. Now that was back in 1981. A thousand rand brand new Honda 250XL off-road motorbike, mm. with which I did my first missions to Mozambique. Well, my father had bought a car for a thousand rand in 1971, and uh, I remember in about the year 2001 buying a, a bicycle for a thousand rand. Yeah. Well, last week it took me over a thousand rand to fill up my tank with petrol. So you can see that currency's really been undermined in Zambia at independence in 1964. One quatra equaled a British pound. Today, one pound equals thousands of quatra. At independence in Zambia, you could buy a car for about 140 quatra. 
Today, a bottle of Coca-Cola costs, you know, over a thousand. So uh, Zimbabwe, well, we can't even talk about that. But uh, in, 19, in 2008, one brick cost more than all the properties and all the businesses and everything in the whole of Zimbabwe in 1980. So you can, and that was after dropping three, uh, they dropped actually 16 zeros from the currency and a trillion dollar note couldn't buy a half a loaf of bread in the year 2008. So the Bible says in Amos 8, verse 5 to 7, skimping the measure, boosting the price, cheating with dishonest scales, I will never forgive. That's Amos 8. The devastating impact of unbacked currency inflation on pensions and savings is criminal. The amount of older people, pensioners who have worked their whole life um, and saved well and own their own home, who have to leave the home because they can't afford the property tax and the rates. And the Bible forbids property taxes. Uh, Micah 6 verse 11, Shall I acquit a man with dishonest scales, with a bag of false weights? Her rich men are violent, her people are liars, their tongues speak deceit. And so uh, the scripture is very clear. Uh, Proverbs 11 verse 1, The Lord abhors dishonest scales, but accurate weights are his delight. And yes, obviously, the price of crude oil on the international market has a bearing on the price of petrol at the pump. But bear in mind that back in the 70s and 80s, the rand and the dollar were roughly equivalent, and the rand and the pound were roughly equivalent. In fact, the rand was stronger than the pound in the 70s then, and that's quite extraordinary to think that right now, the way it is is 19 or 20 rand to the pound, and uh, yet there was a time when the rand was stronger. Mm. So a lot of this has to do with inflation and the debasing of currency. And we need to recognize also that most of what we pay for petrol at the pump actually is tax levies and other kinds of government um, uh, money. Therefore, uh, the government's actually getting more out of every liter of fuel that you buy than the petrol station, the petrol producing company and the petrol producing country combined. Yeah. And uh, therefore, uh, our government policy has more to do with our petrol price than any foreign outside influence. But not only that, it's the inflation that has debased the South African currency from where in the early 1990s, uh, one rand equal $2, uh, sorry, two rand equal $1, uh, whereas right now it's about 16 to 17 rand to the dollar. Therefore, Obviously, it's the weakening of our currency. It's the debasing of a currency where it becomes trust. That's a key factor. But at any rate, uh, I think it's important for us to remember biblical economics, key principles of economics is critical that if we want honest money and if we want uh, real um, prices that reflect reality and uh, people's work is properly rewarded and that their money is not going to be and the savings and pensions are not going to be eroded. Then we need a Christian worker. We need free enterprise. We need sound economic policy. And the biblical principles for economics are very clear. Mm. It should be based upon private ownership of property. Do not steal. Do not covet. I mean, these are biblical principles written to Ten Commands. It needs individual free enterprise. And the Bible makes clear any taxation of 10% or higher is oppression. That's spelled out in 1 Samuel 8, 10 to 18. Any taxation of property is forbidden. Any taxation of inheritance is forbidden. God forbid that you should tax uh, uh, property or my inheritance from my ancestors. They paid tax. Uh, how can you tax the inheritance that a good man leaves to his children, to his children's children? 
and institutions and individuals involved in the full-time service of the Lord are also not allowed to be taxed. Not even the people who worked in the choir, uh, which was a full-time position in the temple, were allowed to be taxed, Ezra 7, 23 to 24. In, in the past, Bibles were actually exempt from tax, and if somebody designated money uh, for us, say, 100 rand for Bibles for Angola, I could spend all 100 rand on Bibles for Angola, but now... 15% of that is going to, to a, a VAT um, and tax, which is already taking a whole lot of a chunk of what was given as unto the Lord. And churches should not be taxed. People who are receiving unconstrained uh, voluntary donations from people who have already paid the taxes, it's been given as unto the Lord. It's, uh, how can you tax that? So the Bible forbids unjust weights and measures, uh, unbacked currency and inflation, and we're to proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. I think if people understood biblical economics, I think a lot of people would get more excited about the Bible and realize mm. the Bible has answers to our basic problems on a daily basis, including economics. And uh, it's time to return to, of course, the Bible's got answers to everything, including criminal justice system, education, how to raise families. The, the Bible has principles for everything. Biblical principles for Africa are what we need today. And we need to get back to the Bible. We need to get back to the key principles taught by Christ uh, that uh, civil government is under God, uh, that civil government has limited jurisdiction, rendered to Caesar what is Caesar's, but rendered to God what is God's, that civil government is to uphold the law. As the Lord made it clear, he did not come to abolish the law or the prophets. He did not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. I tell you the truth, said Jesus, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law. Anyone who breaks one of the least of these commands and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be great in the kingdom of heaven. That's Matthew 5. It's so vital that we go return to the key principles where civil government upholds the sanctity of life, where uh, civil government serves its citizens, uh, where uh, Christians are using prayer and pressure to achieve a political justice. The scripture is clear. Who will rise up for me against the wicked? Who will make a stand for me against the evildoers? Psalm 94 verse 16. We must be salt and light. We need to preserve that which is good. We need to hold uh, leaders accountable. We need to build rebuild every area of life on the Word of God. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond, and always, as always, reminding us about the truth of God's Word and taking us back to the Bible here on Christian Perspective on the News. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Thanks so much for your time this morning, Dr. Hammond. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Thank you. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.